Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Funny sometimes. Online all the time with the Odyssey app. Odyssey app. You're listening to Riggs and Alley. 103.7 KISS FM. Hey, this is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Alley. All right, so Travis Scott has not publicly performed. He's done a couple private sets, I learned, yeah. that he's done, but he's done nothing in, for public where you can go buy tickets or show up to see him, right? Okay. So, a club in Miami posted that Travis Scott will be performing there for one of their big weekends, their Formula One Grand Prix weekend or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, hotels go for $120,000 per night during this weekend. It's one of those, like, specialty weekends. You know, it's Miami. Lots of very flashy. Very flashy. So the club posts on Instagram announcing tickets are going to go on sale. They do that over the weekend. And then all of a sudden the post is removed. So somebody reaches out to the club. You and I know why it got removed because they probably got their asses handed to them when they said they were going to have Travis Scott yeah. perform, right? Because 11 people died at his Astro World concert. And we still really haven't heard much other than that weird apology we got in the black and white, the filtered apology we on got. On his Instagram. On his Instagram. Well, you know he's going to perform again at some point. So it's just a matter is of he? where is it going to be. Yeah. What, what if we don't want him to? What if What if he just needs to find a new job, a new gig? No. Go, be, go behind the scenes. <laughs> right. we, we're, we're actually not canceling Travis Scott? I don't think you cancel Travis Scott. 11 people died. We don't, and he it's said, not like he went and he out there said and keep raging and we don't cancel the guy. He, he didn't go out there and murder people. He should be like, wow. he, she, did, she should say something about it. You're the you're perfect right. example of how quickly we forget. Well, you're right that he hasn't said much since the incident. <laughs> he hasn't but, said anything besides yeah. that. But he's going to perform again soon. Well, what they else took they do? down the, t- the post because yeah. I'm assuming they got their asses handed to him. And so when somebody reached out and said, well, why did you take down the post saying Travis Scott was going to be there? They said, oh, they <laughs> we t- changed our mind. They said, we need to update our marketing materials. Okay. They didn't tell the truth. They just, but you and I both know, let's be real. Yeah, they probably got about a lot of backlash. They got a lot of backlash. They weren't ready I'm yet. Sure. So 11, uh, God, is 11 years of marriage now? Is that how long you've been married? Yeah. Almost together. I think together 13 or 14 years. Holy crap. Wait, you weren't even married that long when we first met. I no. Got, it felt like you guys have been married forever when I met you. We got married in 2011, my wife, Ilana, and I. So you've been married yeah. like five years when I met you? Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Ish. This 11 is like a whole nother cup of tea, though. It is. Five's still fun. <laughs> 10 is, yeah. 10, ten is, is, I want to kill you, right? Isn't we got through the it? seven. We got through the seven, the eight, and the you nine. You still love them, of obviously, course. but it's a different relationship. It is, yeah. totally. I so bet. it gets to a point where you're, you're like, a, you inspect each other's bodies for things sometimes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. If you can't ask your partner, I know she's the closest person to me. There's nobody. I'm not going to ask you. I don't have any friends that I'm close enough to. I wouldn't be like, hey, hey, Matt. Right. (laughs) You might look at my. Hold on, though, because I would look at if you had like something on your back and you were like, sure, what is this? I'd be like, Riggs, let me see. Dr. Alley's here. But what happens when it's below my waist, though? You told me. (laughs) 
<laughs> yesterday. Wait, can I just say to tell everyone the line you said to me yesterday? Yeah. Rick turns to me in the studio and goes, so I got this bump right at the top of my butt crack. And I'm like, oh God, where are we going with this? Like, where are we going with this? What is he about to tell me? And he goes, I, had this he weird, goes, I got a bump. I had this weird like pain on the top of the very top of my butt crack, like right so, where it starts, like right up at the very top. I'm not clearly going to look at that. So. No. And I don't want to show that to you. <laughs> disgusting. I don't want to, but it had just happened. Like Did I realized you? it in the shower. I was like, God, that feels weird. And I was like, but wait. I think there's something there. I hadn't seen my wife yet. And I said to you, have you shown your wife and asked her? And you go, no. And I go, what do you mean, no? You should be the first person you asked to look I, at your butt crack. I realized it in the morning and I hadn't had a chance to tell her yet. So ah. yesterday I went oh. home and I was like, I need you to check something out for me. <laughs> <laughs> Would and you, you mind guys looking? Have never had kids, which you don't want kids. No, but like that's usually when intimacy gets real in some relationships oh, yeah. because there's no hiding. You know the nasty lights body on stuff. in the bathroom, standing in front of my wife with my oh, pants my down, saying, "Spread your cheeks a little more." Like, I can't tell. No, it's just chafing. I'm like, okay, thank God. Wait, so it was nothing. It was nothing. You had you had. How do you get chafing at the top? I don't know. That's what I was thinking. I don't know how I get chafing, chafing up there, which is weird. Did you put the butt monkey stuff on it? <laughs> the butt paste, no. What's it called? I th- the butt paste. The butt, butt monkey. Paste. It's called butt monkey, I, I think. I only know because I, I was I was in a relationship <laughs> with a biker, like a, a, you know, not a not a motorcycle guy, like a bicycle. Sure, a Lance and Armstrong type guy. put that stuff on his, who, you know what? Yes. Because it chafed all the time. Of course it chafes, but I haven't been doing any but biking. crack, why does that chafe? I haven't doing any biking, any excessive sitting. In fact, I've been standing more. I was going to say. You stand way more. I've been standing way more than sitting, so I don't know what it's from. So, but that's a pretty that's a pretty deep level. We've been close. Yeah, that's how we are. That deep in marriage, you have to. Well, you should be. If you can't even look at your significant other and be like, "What's on my butt?" There's something there that can go for like breaking wind in front of one another. That's like an early on type thing. Using the restroom around one another. People that have been together for years and don't like go to the bathroom. I don't mean like with the door open, but if you're afraid to like. Let's say five years in, be like, I got to pass gas. Like, you're probably not with the right person because you're not comfortable. You have no ability to be vulnerable or uh, yourself, you know? My wife and I are both comfortable enough to walk out of the restroom and go, don't go over there, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Avoid that bathroom for about 20 minutes. Both of us will say that. Like, we're we're comfortable enough. Like, it happens. It's a thing. Yeah. You have to at this point. But you've been together a long time. But (laughs) if I was dating a guy, I'd be horrified if he said that. Especially when it's new. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't want to know that. Like, don't. Tell me that. In fact, hold your poop until you go home. Thanks. Because you don't want to taint any of the. You don't want to taint them at all. You want them to be this perfect and being. Sexy. I yes. told you, it makes it less sexy. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you. So if anything's hitting a chord with you, you can always call or text us. How close are you and your significant How? other? Does your significant other look at a bump on your butt crack like they look, his wife? They look at a little rash on my bottom, just or the top of the bottom. The question could be: When did you realize you had crossed over the barrier? Yeah, I knew we had crossed over. It just entered a whole new level of will you look at my butt. That's my point. So 414-799-1037. You can call that number or text that number. Yes. You guys are texting in some nasty stuff, boy. We pop each other's zits. (laughs) Yeah. We're talking about how close are you and your significant other. I had to have my wife look at my butt crack yesterday. Just the top of it. There was something weird there. I couldn't see it. I had to have her look. Oh, my God. Let's been married 11 years. Mike is in Hartford, and he, of course, wanted to chime in this morning. Oh, Mike in Hartford. Mike. Good morning. <laughs> you're you're Good morning. a married guy. You got a baby. Yep. I can only imagine the intimacy you and your wife have lived in the past few years with the baby. So, like, I'll be scratching Kathleen's back, and, and I'll feel like 
you know, pimple or zit or whatever, and I'll just kind of kind of dig at it a little bit. It's like, did you find something? Oh, I'm like, I don't know. I said, I'm just... You know what's so funny? I would be horrified as someone who dates, right? Because I I can't get back to that mindset of being married anymore. I remember it, but uh, the intimacy is like a whole other level. Like, Mike's literally popping her back zits. Like, and he's not even phased by it. My wife and I haven't gotten to that level. She wants to do it to mine. She wants to pop my pimples. I won't let her because that's gross to me. (laughs) I won't let her do it. There's there's also times like uh, when our master bathroom, I'll come out and Kathleen will be like, to Eileen, say, P.U., Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you, your kids will and Eileen, embarrass you. Eileen will repeat it, and it's like, I just can't, like, I can't even with that little girl. Oh, kids. <laughs> she goes, P.U., Daddy. Mike, <laughs> thanks for calling this morning. Tell your wife I'm yep. going to Snapchat her later about This Is Us. We have oh, to talk. Oh, God. good. We'll do. Here we go <laughs> again with This Is what? Us. You don't watch it, Allie, but she does. Oh, we my can, goodness. We can talk about it. Becca and Wes Ben texted in and said the first time she passed gas in front of her boyfriend was when she was in labor with their daughter. Wait, you got that far without passing gas in front of the guy? She said, now we have two kids, there's no hiding. Like, see what I mean? Like, having kids for a lot of people cuts the intimacy if you haven't, if you're hiding anything at that point, because... You can't. You can't. The, the kid doesn't care. Dude, if you <laughs> have it vaginally, your legs are literally spread apart in the air, okay? Yeah. It's, can't, uh, yeah, hello. What yeah, it? all right. Uh, Ryan, hey, girl. <laughs> Ryan's in Calabama. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. hey What's Ryan, up, Ryan in Calabama? your wife's labor <laughs> with her legs spread across the room. <laughs> Did you see a different part of her that you I'm hadn't kidding. seen before? I'm kidding. Don't answer that. Oh, I've seen all different parts That's of her. That's right. You know? That's yeah. right. That's marriage. <laughs> That's marriage. Ryan from oh. Calabama, how close are you and your significant other? She's the zit picker of all time, you know. She is. She's one of those people. Oh, dude, I can't get away from it. I hate it when she does it. I do, too. I don't like when my wife tries to do it. Why do... Because it causes pain. It does. It doesn't even hurt that bad. No, it does. You're not the one dealing with the pain. You're the one giving the pain. I know. I don't like it. I want to be able to control it on my own body, Ryan. Is that how you feel? Like, I'll yeah. take care of it. You think it, yeah. needs, you think it needs to go? It's ready to burst. I'll take care of it on yeah. my own. I don't want you doing that. Exactly. That's weird. Too yeah. much. All right. No, we're super close. I mean, childbirth puts you super close. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Either you do it vaginally or you do C-section. Because like, you're butt-ass naked. Like, there's nothing yes. more vulnerable than having and you're, a child you're in pain. You're probably woman. screaming. You're yeah. probably something just coming out of there. And then you have the bond of your own child shooting out. <laughs> yep. There you go. All right. <laughs> Reason number 43 why I don't want children. Thank you. There you go, Rig. Appreciate it. <laughs> Have a good one, Ryan. They're so fun, though. See ya. They're so fun, Rig. Sometimes. They're other people's children, Allie. OPC. We have, like, the three OGs on the phone this morning. We had Mike, we had Ryan, and now we have Charlie. Ah, uh, Charlie. Charlie. Haven't heard from you guys. I haven't heard I from Charlie in a couple days. I said, where the hell have you been, Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. Hey. Hey. Moo. Moo. Where you been? He said he'd been all over the place. Where'd you go, Charlie? I've been in Wapaka, Shawano County. Mm. I've been to Westie. I've been all over. So right now I'm heading south of Madison. I'll be in mm. Illinois today. So. You're a traveling man, Charlie. He is always a traveling man. Thanks for taking us with you on the Odyssey app when you yeah. can't when it goes out of out of range. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. So Charlie, you're single. The other two guys were married. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're single. Go ahead. What do you got to say about the intimacy factor? Yeah. With my first ex-wife, I'm with my family. There's no. If you know my family, you're screwed. We tell each other, you're going to marry. We tell us, like my daughter, my sister-in-law, you really want to marry into this family? You know what we're like. There's like See, a I warning. You have to sign a decree yeah. before you enter. Yes. It's like, we're and going like, to roast you. A liability waiver. Yes. Yeah, we go, you sure? 
and then come up later, a couple of years later, I'm like, you, we warned you. We yeah. warned you. Yeah. And okay. Stuff, but we, we don't hide anything. We're just open. So You're goofy. open. Yep. So how long, it, how long before when you're with, which you're in, if you're in a relationship, how long before you start being that open? Or are you like that right away? Oh, it's almost close right away because my family, I have a brother-in-law that will pass gas and he'll clean out the room. He don't care. He doesn't yeah. care at all. He doesn't care at all. And we'll like, look at him. He did it in church the one Sunday. Oh. And I'm at the end of the pew and I look down and he's got his, kind of got a grin on me. Dude, church okay. dudes are the worst because yeah. nobody can say anything. That's no. the worst. Yep. And everybody's right. trying to be polite because it's church. Yes. So nobody wants yep. to call anyone out for being disgusting. All right. So silent ones, but deadly yeah. are worth the worst. See, okay, Charlie, yes. You know, I know we just talked to all dudes, but like for me, it was living with somebody that changed that for me. Yeah. Honest to God, when I talk about what made me comfortable enough to be like to pass gas or whatever in front of a guy, um, it was living with them. You remove all the boundaries. Think, yeah, I don't think if I l- had a separate house, I think I would still just be like, I never poop. You go home. You would, <laughs> would go home to do home your business. Do it, you would. I would never do it around him. That's yep. right. <laughs> it, it is true. I wouldn't do stuff like now if I'm would have dated somebody. No. Like, uh, All right. Yeah, uh, see? And then your family yeah. would be mad at you, Charlie, because <laughs> yeah, you're not maybe, being open, right? So, then um, the family, then it's all over. Then, well, then you're welcome. To, you're done. You're Word screwed. to the wise, if you're going to date Charlie, know what you're getting yourself and into. Take a big dump in right? his family's house the first time you go visit him. They'll love it. <laughs> oh, I love it. 103.7 KISS FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Allie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Another keyword to win an iPad at 7.30 this morning. Mm-hmm. Give away iPads every single day this week. That's that's right. The iPad a day is back on Kiss FM. Could be you today. It absolutely could be you. So today you might see trending denim day. I told Allie we had to wear our denim today. Dude, let me just read the text Riggs sent me last night. Yeah. Jeans tomorrow, exclamation point. It's denim day, period. It's denim day. I wrote back, what? Period. <laughs> then I ran to my closet to grab my Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> I was so mad when I put my jeans on this morning. Hard pants, man. They were cold. I know. They it feels were... good to wear jeans every once in a while. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Sometimes it does. Speak for yourself. We used to wear them all the time before COVID. Why? <laughs> because they're great. Why is my real question. Do you know why people are wearing denim today for denim day? No, I didn't even know it was denim day until you told me. No, well, it's for it's basically for victim shaming of like sexual assault. Wait, oh it's my awareness God, for this. hold on. Yes. Now you're twisting it, and now I look like a jerk. <laughs> no, not at all. You're not Wait, a jerk. It's it's actually for awareness? Yes, it's for awareness, for sexual assault. There was a case in Italy back in the day where a young woman was raped, mm-hmm. and the rape was overturned because they said that she was wearing jeans that were too tight. Are you joking me? What, no. What year was that? This I don't know the year. I, it was in Italy, though. Not like it'd ever be okay. But no. This was in Italy so where it happened. So they denim day to bring so awareness. They, so they were like, obviously, people were outraged when this happened, and it was overturned. So people now wear denim on April 27th every day, every year, mm-hmm. to raise awareness for sexual assault and ah. rape victims. Because okay. they get blamed all the time. You shouldn't have been oh, wearing oh, yeah. this. You shouldn't have been wearing that. You shouldn't have been out late. Oh, you shouldn't yeah. have been drinking. We get shamed all the time. Like, it's not cool. Everything. So, <laughs> that's why the denim day is a thing. So yeah. now you know. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted you to wear the denim. So now we can take okay. a picture and well, we'll be in. <laughs> Did I take a swerve now, on you? Yeah. And now what? We got to have a serious caption with the picture? I mean, <laughs> well, we have to. Yeah. But yeah, but that's, I mean, it's for a good reason. And then Milwaukee's doing purple for National Crime Victims Week. 
So if you're seeing things that are purple, that's also mm-hmm. for domestic violence. Like okay. Milwaukee is going to be all purple, all the big landmarks downtown. So okay. Sorry for the swerve. Yeah. But yeah, that's what Denim Day is so all the about. The purple is not for the bucks, and I'm not even trying. No, it's it not. It sounds horrible, but I'm being completely serious because no, somebody will not. think that. You know? No, it is not for the bucks. Well, at least you're letting people know what it is for. Now you'll know. See, you're educated mm-hmm. a little bit. You're welcome. 103.7 Kiss FM. It's Riggs and Allie. Good morning. Another chance at an iPad around 7.30. We'll give you that KISS keyword. Before we get to the dirt, I wanted to talk to someone who just called. Who? All the way from Big Wells, Texas. What? This is Erica on the phone. Erica. Good morning, Erica. Hey, Erica. Hi, guys. Would you just please tell Allie what you told me when you called up? What's up? Yeah, sure. Um, so I was on TikTok as most everybody in the world is nowadays. Yeah. And I ran across Ali's TikTok and I just kind of started chit chatting and she told me about your guys' app. Yeah. I listen to Kiss FM. The Odyssey app. The Odyssey app, which I downloaded and I have been listening to you guys nonstop since <gasps> I did and Stop it. Shout really? out my way to work and I can listen to you guys in the morning again. And I have been listening to <sighs> Kiss FM since back in the days with West Rignali, Ronnie was on the show. Yeah. I've been back in the like day. The OG. The OG. I, I totally yeah. remember you, Erica. Yep. You commented on my TikTok, said I miss you guys, and I commented back, Riggs, and said, "Well, we have an app. Listen yes. to us." And I love that you you found us again. We're you're you're yes. home. If you're in Big Well, Texas, which is right down by the uh, the Texas Mexico border, it's like yeah. she's so far yeah. south now. And how random is TikTok that you're in Texas and my TikTok comes up in your algorithm? Yeah. Just Coincidentally, I mean, I does love it, it know that she used to live here or something? I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. I have no Wild. idea, but it's weird. I see people who have like Green Bay Packers like clothing or yeah. paraphernalia on yeah. in like the background. I'm like, how long have you lived in Texas? I have lived here. I moved down here in 2006. Mm, so a while. So, yeah, a long time. <sighs> I was going to say you didn't have TikTok kids. here. No. Have you come back to visit here? Um, I hopefully will be coming in the summer to visit. Do you my have? Do you have uh, family? You have family here still. Racine, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Maybe that's why. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's like, crazy that yeah. that worked. So thank yes. you, thank you, thank you for listening. What a big small world. Uh-huh. <laughs> small walkie even in Texas, Erica. Thank you so much for listening on the Odyssey app. Yes, girl. No problem. I'll see you Thanks, on TikTok. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with. Allie. By the way, it's Allie Faith One on yep. TikTok and Riggs is Riggs Radio. Riggs Radio, Allie Faith One. Mm-hmm. Some bitch took Allie Faith. Some bitch took my name. <laughs> so what? I had, put, I had to put that same thing with Instagram. I had to it's put the true. one after it. It's fine. Anyway, all right. So can we talk about Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley for the last time unless they get back together? Yeah. Great. You're going on public record, by the way, <laughs> saying this. Unless they get back together, I will I'll mention him again. But the two of them have definitely broken up. Yesterday, we talked about TMZ confirming it. Or, I mean, about E! News confirming it. And then, finally, TMZ picked it up as well and was like, hey, these two broke up. But I thought, people must not care that much. Right. If even TMZ waited like a day to put it out there that they yeah. had broken up. They were probably trying to confirm it. They dated for two years. They got engaged. But... They were trying to work it out. We saw her at David um, Bakhtar, Bak- Bakhtiari's. Uh, Bakhtiari's wedding. Yes. I always mess up his name. We saw them together there. Yeah. And that's when everyone said, oh, they're back together. But TMZ said the same thing E! News said, which was that she wanted to make the relationship work, but realized that once they got back together, it was on Aaron's terms, and that doesn't work for her. So whatever that means with the two of them... 
It's Splitsville. And uh, he had posted how he, she taught him what unconditional love was. Remember yeah. when he was trying to get her back? Yeah. And he got her back, and now it sounds like she's out. Can I just tell you, that relationship never excited me at all. I never cared about it at all. Like I, I feigned excitement for it because yes. it was Aaron Rodgers, and I know you love him, and mm-hmm. you loved it. It was great for the Hollywood dirt, but I was never excited about that. I was out like, oh, I think, cool. I don't disagree I like, with uh, you. I mean, okay, I was interested great. in it because we didn't Whatever. really, we didn't know they had any kind of connection, and then all of a sudden they were engaged. Yeah. So that was the shock value of their yeah. relationship was like, huh? Yeah. We didn't even know you two were dating. And great. then by the time we can wrap our heads around it, they broke it up. So right. it's like, who cares? So they're done for good now. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, who's the jerk? 103.7 Kiss FM. I still think you're a jerk. You get to be our moral compass. No, wait, you're a jerk. It's Riggs and Allie's Am I the Jerk? Look what you did, you little jerk. So every morning around this time, 7.30, we pose a moral dilemma. Mm-hmm. It could be one from you. All you do is email us. Am I the jerk at 1037kissfm.com. And we read them every morning around this time. It's relatable if you got a lot of close friends. Yeah. <laughs> so. I've had this happen with triangles, the drama triangle, where there's yes. three people. Uh-huh. It's always two against one. All right, here's yep. what they wrote in. It says, hi, Riggs and Allie. I'm going to start by hoping you keep this anonymous. Sure. Basically, a week ago, my two friends, I will keep them anonymous by calling them friend A and friend B, were gossiping about friend C. who wasn't there because her brother had COVID. They said some real insensitive things about problems they had with her, and I thought it was pretty trivial stuff, the sort of stuff you can talk out. So when friend C came back, I told her that they were talking about her and what they were saying, and she agreed to talk it out with them. But once it got back to friend A and B that I had told friend C what they said, Uh. friend A yelled at us all, told us how we were acting like children, how we should never have talked bleep about them. Now friend B and A won't talk to me. <laughs> I'm fine with friend A not talking to me because she was out of line. But I And I don't want to talk to her, but I miss friend B. Oh. And I just thought C and B would work it out. But B <laughs> refuses to talk it out or listen. So I want to know, am I the jerk? So she wants to know if she's the jerk because she went to C and told them exactly what A and B said about her. But she, is she D? She must be. That's four, right? <laughs> yeah, she's D. That's what makes it more confusing, <laughs> right? She's telling this from her perspective. Right. right. So was she a jerk for continuing to stir the pot, or should she have just kept her mouth shut? It's one of those where it sounds like she thought, oh my gosh, this, the problems that they have with our friend are yes. so stupid and fixable. So petty. They're not things that you stop being friends with, right? right. So she's thinking, I'm going to help. I'm going to be the peacemaker, which... Always backfires. Yep. I will I will die on that hill oh, yes. trying to be the peacemaker and, and work it out. And then they get mad at you for then sharing the message. That's the drama triangle, That's Allie. The triangle. There's the persecutor yeah. who's doing the wrong. Uh-huh. There's the victim who's, I'm poor me. Yeah. And then there's the rescuer who comes to the victim's side and is like, oh, it's okay. They're just being a jerk. And they just enable the whole thing. Ah. There's your triangle right there. Ah. Oh, God, it's so situational. It is bad. It is. So. It's so situational. So, so basically, think? she wants to know if she's the jerk. She told uh, the third friend. The other two were talking about her, thinking they were going to work it out. Yep. 414-799-1037. We'll talk to you next. All right. So she wrote in. She wanted to be anonymous, but uh, basically, it's a story about friends and how uh, this girl was sitting there and listened to friend A and B talk smack about friend C. Yeah. So she went and told friend C, trying to work it out because she thought 
thought it was easy, trivial stuff they could talk through, and it just backfired. Now uh, everybody's mad at her. <laughs> That's the sum to sum it up. Essentially, she's just trying to be the the peacekeeper here. God, sounds I, like I've made this stupid mistake more than once, though, yep. where I got involved trying to make it better, and it just backfired. All right, so four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. You can call that number or text that number. Yep. Is she the jerk mm-hmm. for doing this? Let's find Telling out. Tell her friend. Jack's in Port Washington, and it's day five. So I want to know what song Jack has picked. Uh, he picked this song from Star Trek. What the hell? Jack! <laughs> you there, Jack? From Star Trek? I said that on purpose. Star Wars. Oh, I, oh, I wouldn't even know the difference. So it's Star Wars. Jack. I knew it was from Star Wars. It said Star Trek. Jack Riggs and I have sorry. never seen either Star no, Wars no. or Star Trek. I'm yeah, sorry. We haven't. I'm sorry. <laughs> We haven't. But I, know, right. I know who Yoda is because yes. my kid. <laughs> we know enough to get us by in a social situation. That's it. Yes, Jack. Not with me. I know more. Yeah. I know you clearly. Yeah. yeah, that's why you chose this as your theme song. You've mm-hmm. now called in five days in a row and you've earned it. Congratulations, yes. Jack. So, Jack, tell Woo-hoo. us what do you think about the friend drama? Uh, I think friend A is the jerk. Oh, the one. I don't who... think friend B is. Uh-huh. Friend B might just be trying to fit in in whatever social situation yeah. is happening around him. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 But friend A is definitely the jerk for getting mad about that like you want to talk smack to somebody and then everyone else wants to act like adults and figure it out and you want to call them all children i think that's your own problem yeah, yeah. she got called out on her behavior and so then she essentially started yelling at everybody else well, she, instead of just working it out with her friend and she herself who was person, willing to work it out yeah, person a was behaving like a child she's yeah. deflecting basically calling everybody else which she's doing right right she's being a child uh-huh. talking behind someone's back she, instead of just owning it and going you know what i'm sorry i yeah. have these issues with you she totally did what you just said which was mm-hmm. freak out and get defensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't think the woman, the, the person that wrote in is a jerk? Absolutely not. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. Jack, your song from Star Wars, Star Wars will be ready to go yes. when you call. You've called five days in a row. Congratulations and Woo! welcome to the theme song club. Woo-hoo! Where are you listening at, by the way? <laughs> Port Washington. Port Washington. Yes. Yep. Cool. Thanks, yes. Jack. Have a good one, dude. Bye, we'll Jack. talk to you soon. Next call. All right, we got Kelly in Sussex. Oh, Kelly girl. in Sussex. She's got her song ready to yes, go. Yes, she does. Hi. Hey, Kelly in Sussex. Hmm. All right, Kelly. The right stuff. I know Kelly from TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's Kelly. A, there's a Kelly on TikTok? Yeah, there's Kellys are everywhere, man. <laughs> Kelly, do you think yes. she's a jerk? I actually think she is, is a jerk. Okay. Um, only okay. because it wasn't right that they were talking about their friend, but sometimes people just need to vent. True. And maybe that's what they were doing. See, but I understood what what she meant when she said, look, the the complaints they had were so stupid that we could get over this stuff. Which is what Kelly's saying is they were stupid complaints. Why do you need to bring it up to Frenzy? Uh, They're just venting. Because if you don't bring it up, that builds up and then they end up resenting each other because we're emotional. You can't, yeah. women don't just let it go like dudes do. We don't go, you know what? Oh, I know yeah. I punched you five minutes ago. High five. Like women, do, we don't do that. We do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but like to say to a woman, oh, you'll be over it tomorrow. Ha! That's rich. You'll be over it in no. 2026 maybe. We need to talk it out. All right. That's my point. But, We're talkers. But you think she's a jerk, Kelly, for, for, for starting, it, for starting yeah. it. For stirring the yeah. pot. For repeating what they said. Yeah. All right. Sure. Which is fair. Thanks for calling up Thanks, this morning. Kelly. Kelly says she's a jerk. Yeah. So it's tied even right now. One apiece. Well, One apiece. Shannon is in West Alice. Oh, Shannon and Stellis. Yes. She's also got her own theme song. LL. Shannon hey, and Stellis. What's up? 
you got to take in your theme song. It's new. It's fresh. Yes, it is. <laughs> you just got your theme song. It's like having a new car. Uh, oh, I love it. <laughs> do you think that she's being a jerk? No, I do not think she's a jerk. Friend A is the jerk. Okay. The one who got defensive. And it also shows B and C and D what kind of friend A is. Mm -hmm. That she's going to talk and then she's going to not own it and and not work it out. Because if you want a healthy relationship with people, you have to talk things out and work it out. And that's romantic or non-romantic. 100%. That's what I mean. It's family. That's friends. That's everything. That's work. Agree. That's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Agree. If A and B are going to talk about C when she's not there, they're definitely going to talk about you, too. (gasps) Ah. Say what you say there. That's a good point. All right, Shannon. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for calling up and making it uh, not a jerk. Yes. (laughs) All right. broke the tie. Thank you you so much. Talk Talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. I love that. We're like a quick trip. Yes. (laughs) We are like a quick trip. (laughs) See you tomorrow. You know, today is Administrative Professionals Day. Oh, it is? Today, yeah. Of all days. Which used to mean something, I feel like, when we had more of a... A office building with like a lot of people coming in and out. You think so? Because well, uh, what is an administrative professional to you? Like, what does that mean? I think it's someone's assistant, who an assistant does a lo- who does a lot of their work. <laughs> you want me to be honest? Well, yeah. And they know who they—they're listening. They know what I'm talking about. The people underneath the big boss. Yeah, that make everything work. Secretary is such an old school term. Yeah. And, like, we had a receptionist at the radio station. To me, that's a receptionist. That's who we always, like, honored on Administrative Professionals Day. We would get her, like, flowers back in the day. Remember that? Like, it was like, oh, it's Administrative Professionals Day. Let's do something nice for Kelly at the front desk. But there are a lot of women and men who work at front desks. Yeah. I mean, think about when you go to the doctor. And think about when you go to any business, how many people you encounter. However... Are those administrative professionals as well? Are they not? I guess. Yeah. But you and I were talking about it a little, and I said... Isn't that just someone's like assistant now? Like a doctor's assistant who you greet at the desk who's doing their paperwork? Like they're still, to me, I think you're still doing a job. Yes, of course you are. I think back in the day it might have been given to people. I think it has more oomph when you say it that way. It does. Administrative (laughs) professionals. It does. Versus the business office, right? Yeah. (laughs) Or the secretary or the receptionist. Administrative. uh, Yeah, it just sounds better. So I was wondering if people that are listening, maybe they're on their way into work, maybe you consider yourself an administrative professional. Is that what you do for work? Then what, what would it be? Or do you have an administrative assistant that you use? What does it do these days? Is it still a job that goes in, okay. or is it is it a, a remote job? Because did you even Google? You probably didn't. No, of course okay, I didn't Google. It says an administrative professional performs a range of clerical and administrative duties in an office. So it's kind of like what I'm saying. Anybody that works under somebody who helps them with stuff. They help with the day-to-day work. The day-to-day work. Mm-hmm. And any kind of assistant to anyone. We need something mailed, something shipped, mm-hmm. or you have to take care of Oh, it has... It, Report. It goes into your your responsibilities. Might be answering calls, scheduling meetings and appointments, coordinating travel arrangements, sorting the mail, managing the office calendar. Well, hell, we do all this. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> Are we administrative professionals? Are we administrative professionals. <laughs> we do this sometimes. No, but that's what what would fall under the duties. Okay, well, right? you, look, people are calling right now. You can right. call or text us 414-799-1037. Administrative professionals, please. We need to speak to you this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kiss FM. 103.7 Kiss FM. It's Riggs and Alley. Good morning.
You can get an iPad. Yes. Everything all right over there? Uh, yeah, everything is fantastic. I just screw it. I'll tell you. You're I, celebrating something. Are you going to? Is it for on air, or off air? I was laughing because Little John did a remix to "We Don't Talk About Bruno" on TikTok, and it popped up where "We Don't Talk About Bruno," and then it goes, "Hi, And I was like, "What?" He's been doing a bunch of remixes, Little John. He's on one. When I saw it, it just made me giggle. But then we had to go back on the air, and I'm like, "Wait, a little Bruno, Little John?" <laughs> yes. Wait for it. <laughs> so he remixed it. it into We Don't Talk About Bruno, which made me laugh. He's been making some remixes on TikTok. Lil John's bring back, it, Lil ben. John. Bring it. I love it. I'm here okay. for it. That's so, great. Let's get back to the topic. No, today's Administrative Professionals Day, which sounds like a mouthful. Is it still something that's celebrated in offices? I'm even wondering if administrative professionals still go into an office. Well, we have some on Is the phone. Is it done remotely now? Yeah. We have some on the phone. Let's start with, you're never going to believe who's on one. Who? Jess and Kenosha. <gasps> and I said, Jess, where the hell have you been? <laughs> well, she started. Jess, Jess lost her theme I said, I song. I feel like I'm doing this wrong. I don't think I can call this sporadically. Uh, well, you can call it sporadically. You just want to have a theme song. Yeah. It's just no, that's okay. That's not the goal. No, but you. We hadn't heard from you in so long. We yeah. had to clip your theme song. We, we were like, we where gave did you, she go? We gave you a twenty-four hour notice, <laughs> as is in the theme song bylaws. <laughs> you didn't call back. She's and not then amused. I'm admin professional. I should really be on top of that. But you should. Ah, so, okay. So you are an administrative professional. That's your your title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny. So at my new company, I'm actually called a business support specialist. Okay. And I actually. I thought that was like super fancy, and I would be like, "Yeah, it's just a fancy way to say admin." But I'm like, you know what? Is it actually way more accurate? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like it definitely does more justice to the profession because yeah. it, you really do support the business entirely rather than just one. Oh my such gosh. a vital part of it. People cannot function <laughs> yes. without people like you. I know. Like we all know, everybody in management has people. Everybody in management has people below them if they're doing it right, who are helping them with a lot of their work, right? Yeah. And delegating right. correctly. And I feel like yeah. It's like being an admin. You feel like that title is sort of like undermining for everything you do. So I, I, I actually really like the. Business support oh. Jess, I think admin sounds like a boss, if you want me to be, because administrative tends to be, I, I don't know why I think at the top. Yeah, because I always need my admin's password to install anything on my computer. Yeah. That sounds important. My sister's a principal. <laughs> She's in administration. Yeah. You're in HR. You're in administration. Like, think about yeah. all these things, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I actually don't think any, I think you do a lot of work. Uh, yes. Of course you do. And I agree with you. You should get more credit. All right, Jess. Well, right. Well, it's like you're, it's like the holiday. You get one day and you're really recognized. But good bosses tend to tend to be mm-hmm. more. They take care of you, you year round. Yeah, they appreciate exactly. you. Yeah, well, yeah. If you want so. your stuff done, <laughs> of course. Yeah, <laughs> and it's true too. Jess, thanks for calling. It's always good to hear from you. Yes, of course. I'll try my very hardest to call tomorrow and get closer mm. to my. Uh, yeah, if you if she calls three days in a row, she can reclaim day. it. But okay. you, know, you gotta call right. three days in a row. Good so. luck, Jess. Good luck, Jess. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. Uh, all right, guess who's on two? Her Who? name's Alana. Your wife's name? Oh, Ilana with an E or an I. Alana with an A L A N A. Oh, Alana. Ah, my wife's an E with Elana. Alana's in Milwaukee. Good morning, girl. Are you in? Are you in? Good morning, guys. Every morning here with my daughter. Oh, hi. Well, hi, daughter. What's What's her name? name? Jinx. Juliana. Juliana and Elana. Nice. (laughs) Well, good morning. Are you an administrative professional? 
I am. I actually got my associate's degree, and um, during the beginning, it was called administrative assistant. They switched it to administrative professional, mm-hmm. and um, I agree with Allie. I think that secretary is an old-fashioned term. Totally. Um, I work for a law firm, so I've been yeah. there for almost 10 years now, and um, they actually do really appreciate um, all of us administrative mm-hmm. assistants and legal assistants. Yeah. So today, we're getting um, honored by getting chair massages <gasps> and... One of the attorneys is bringing in breakfast, so I really appreciate nice. that. We got to work for lawyers, right? Yeah, we do. This is amazing. Like, we do. They, they throw us potlucks we have to throw. Like, the fact that you're getting a massage, I want your job right at this moment. We have to get our lawyer's approval to do anything fun. We do work for our lawyers. They don't let us do anything. They're like our parents. Oh, man. That's really cool that they're doing yeah. that for you today. That is Good. nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we're lucky, so. Nice. Well, thank you for calling up this morning, Alana. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you guys listening. Have a good rest of your day. You too. You too. Have a better day. That's Finally, cool. Sarah's in Greenfield, and Sarah said to me on the phone, she said, I'm a receptionist. Okay. So, Sarah, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, I Sarah. Receptionist Day is May 11th, someone texted oh, me. Okay. I have my own special day. Do you have your own day? <laughs> yes, you do, girl. How, how does what you do differ from an administrative professional, or are they one and the same? Um, I answer more phone calls. Okay. So I sit at the front desk and I let people in, but I also do the administrative stuff. You know, I help people with tasks that they can't get done. Um, I do filing sometimes. I I mail packages. I, I do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. You keep the things moving that need to get, keep moving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. absolutely. <laughs> You're also the first impression people have of the business when they walk in. True. That's I know, you. and you never mess with receptionists because no. it's that person you want to make happy to get what you want. You know where all the bodies are buried in the building. Yeah. (laughs) And when we actually had a receptionist pre-COVID, now we just mail the winners there. Now it's just an empty desk that collects mail. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. When we had a receptionist, she was the only one in the building who knew everything. If I can be quite honest, she knew who was in the building and Uh who wasn't. She knew when people came in and when they snuck out. She knew it all. She knew who to call to order, things that you were out of you'd run out of something she knew where it was i, I forgot how much she knew she yeah. knew everything we had to learn everything when she left i asked her what was going on in the building if i didn't know you she know? didn't know more than a lot of our bosses even so, probably so yeah props to you yeah yes, today is very observant people <laughs> so today is your day and may 11th is also your day take yes. them both mm-hmm. take them both awesome. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you listening this morning Hi. Hi. this is on the tv to the movie screen and everywhere in between this is the hollywood dirt with Harry Styles says he used to be ashamed to talk about his intimacy and his sex life. Harry. Harry. He he worked it out, though. This is what he said. He did a new interview with, get this, Better Homes and Gardens. (laughs) When he posted himself, I saw it on his Instagram. When Harry Styles posted himself on the cover, I about died. I went, Better Homes and Gardens still exists? And Harry Styles is on the cover? You've got to read something at the dentist office. Well, anyway, they asked him about intimacy and his issues with it and he said for a long time it felt like it was the only thing that was mine was my sex life he said I felt so ashamed about it ashamed at the idea of people even knowing that I was having it let alone who with Yeah. he said then he finally 
finally worked out who he could trust, which was stressful. And he said, but then I got to a place where I was like, why do I feel ashamed? I'm a 26-year-old man who's single. It's like, yes, I have sex. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, as a, as a woman, I feel that. Like, sure. as a 40-year-old woman, sometimes I get embarrassed to say it out loud. And I'm like, why am I embarrassed by this? I'm 40. <laughs> I can just sleep with whoever I want to sleep with. And you can too, friends. Uh, you can. Um, and we as long can, as you're not in a relationship. Obviously. And when you're in a relationship, you sleep obviously. with that person as much as you want. But I think the core is we we shame people. like people, Especially women get so shamed if you're openly having it and being unapologetic about it, you know? And you just have to get to a place where you don't sure. care anymore, which is what Harry Styles did. And some people like things they're not sure if other people like, and they're ashamed to say it because they liked it with one person. Oh, no, I'm not ashamed to say the dirty stuff. But I wish... <laughs> I'm saying that he may be. That may be what he was he talking may, about. Uh, Harry and Styles. And then he also said that, because he's never clarified his sexual identity, and he straight up said making that information public is outdated. Yes. Which I get older people don't understand, but right. you just don't Is ask. Is he gay? Yeah. Why does it matter? You don't Who's, ask that anymore. It doesn't, doesn't affect it's you. Not, it's not relevant. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't affect we you. We don't discuss. It's just you are who you are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you dating him? But it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter at all. There you go. 103.7 KISS FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Allie. Mm-hmm. So, Riggs, we had to talk about this on the air because you and I were talking off the air about what motivates people at work. Yeah. What gets people get, like going? Because there's yeah. obviously the paycheck that we all yeah. get at the end of the day, but mm-hmm. what keeps you going? What makes you feel appreciated, I guess, at mm-hmm. work? That keeps you motivated. You know, it's interesting because everyone is motivated by different things. Some people are money driven. Some people, like if you went to your employees or your boss came to you and said, what can we do to reward you around here? Some people would be like, I just want money. Just yeah. give me money and leave me alone, right? I would say yes. Some people want recognition. They want to be told they're doing a good job. They want the world to know they're doing a good job. It's important to them. Positive reinforcement, These right? They sound like love languages. They are. The more which, that you're saying. Isn't it funny how much work and love, like, yes, yes. as I say this. Like gift giving. Uh, yep. Words of affirmation. Power. Some people want power at work. Maybe they want to be in management, and some people just want it to mean something, okay? Oh, you're in charge of the garage codes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> power. Exactly. So everybody's different when it comes to what motivates them at work. And sometimes your work gives you a team activity, maybe. Like a bowling trip or something? Yeah. Maybe sometimes like at work we'll have potlucks. Oh, yeah. But I may get in trouble for saying this on the air, but I'm going to say it. (laughs) I don't want a potluck. I want money or a gift card. Like, can we, what do you want? Time off. Oh, solid one. Time off. Like PTO. Like, you can take a, this day off or leave early this day. Like That's the best yes. to me because that's saying, hey, stop working. Mm-hmm. Go focus on yourself, mm-hmm. your mental health, your family. Do mm-hmm. something fun outside of the office. Yes. A time off is great because okay. time off is valuable. A lot of people have limited paid time off. That's right. They only get certain vacation times, certain sick times sometimes. Mm-hmm. And telling somebody, hey, you know what? Take Monday off or yeah. take Friday off Yeah, would be such a cool way oh my God. to reward somebody. All I the think. people working from home already doing that, you suck. Because there's a lot of people already doing that now. It's so hard to draw a line when you work at home, too. I know. I I could never. Yeah. I I would get nothing done if I was at home all the time. That's just me. But they came up with, like, I was reading, like, different ways that people feel motivated at work. And it literally just depends. Some people want growth opportunities. They want somewhere to grow where they can go higher up. I get why that would motivate somebody. Of course. Uh, Some people want the money we talked about. Uh Uh, Some people want flexible work schedules. Like, this is what motivates 
motivates yeah. people to be happy, and some people just want the recognition. One of the things I thought you'd appreciate that What's was that? on this list that motivates employees when the company supports mental health. Our company does that. It's great. They're huge with it's that. It's great. I'm listening as our mental health initiative, mm-hmm. and they're very much active in the mental health community. And I know I could go to our bosses yeah. any time of the week and be like, I'm having a really bad mental health day, and they'd be like, you're taking say the day less. Off. Yeah, say less. Yeah. They'd be like, we got you. Go yeah. ahead. I just love that support, and everybody should have that totally. for sure. And it, so, and it may vary on job to job. I know people mm-hmm. that have worked at massage places; they get free massages. Like that's oh. their thing. Like you don't have to pay for that. So, what do you get for work yeah. that motivates you? What motivates you? Like, are uh-huh. you the one? Because I want money or a gift card. Yes. Bosses give suggestions. Bosses take notice. Employees give suggestions yeah. or notice. Whatever. So we're gonna tell this for all the bosses out uh-huh. there, <laughs> <laughs> and make other employees jealous. Probably. We'll keep you anonymous. Yeah. What do Four, you want at work? Uh-huh. 414-799-1037. We'll talk to you next. So we were talking about what motivates people at work. Like yeah. some people, you know They want gift certificates. They want money or gifts cards or mm-hmm. time off. Yep. Some people enjoy the fun committee who throws the potluck and they want to have a team activity. Yeah. I quite frankly want the money. <laughs> I, don't I know do too. You rigs, but I would take the money and a gift card over I would a take potluck any day. Or a hey, a surprise day off. Like, why don't you yeah. take this Friday off work and just <sighs> take a day off for yourself? Yeah. Be like, what? Really? Well, okay. Let's just go to the phones. Ashley in Bayview. What's up, Ashley? Her. Hi. How are you guys today? Pretty outstanding. What do you want to say about? Uh, we're talking about what motivates people at work. What do yeah. you have to say? So I'm a vet tech at an animal ER. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My motivation's a little different than money or, you know, incentives and things like that. My motivation is seeing how happy a person can be, you know, when their pet comes in with a really messed up situation Mm -hmm. um, and their worry and their frustration and they don't know what to do, you know, being able to revive a pet via CPR or things like that um, and to reunite that pet in a healthy manner with their owner, you know, it's... You In the vet fall, field, we really don't get paid well at all. hundred percent. It's like a teacher. You fall under the passion category, yep. I think, yeah. where she's mm-hmm. passionate, and that's what motivates her. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah, and then you make people's days, and they're better, and their pets better. Hopefully, are right? there things that you like your boss to do for you, like the place that you work? Do they do things so, for you for I all mean, the techs? We honestly got a. Uh, we just got into new management, which is totally great. I think she's doing a good job. Yeah. Um, but we do have like an incentive, which is um, for profit sharing, depend for the oh, company, cool. depending on how how we build as a business. So. What is that? So profits, you mean like you yeah. get a share of the business? Yeah. Oh. So well, so whatever the profits are, um, as long as they have exceeded the previous quarter or mm-hmm. previous in the previous year. Um, a small percentage of that is divided between technicians. Oh, that's nice. neat. Okay. So that motivates yeah. you, too. All right, Ashley. All right. Well, thanks for calling today in Bayview. Appreciate you listening. Day, you have a better day. Bye. Rebecca's in Milwaukee on two. She goes, I can't believe you answered. Yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. What motivates you? You are special. You are. You're on the air. What motivates you at work? Yeah. What gets you going? Or what All doesn't right, motivate you? I work at a preschool and child care, so I get free child care, so that's what uh, motivates me. Hell yes. Damn. I am so <laughs> jealous of you, every parent. But do you have to watch oh. your own kid? <laughs> no, no, he's no. In no. Classroom. Oh, even better. Where do you work yep, again? And he's right next door, so I can check on him anytime I want. Damn it! And I just want to give you guys awesome. a shout out. Every morning, my nine-year-old, seven-year-old, and two-year-old, we listen to you guys while we go to school and daycare. Aww. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to you. Oh, you know, as a mom, Rebecca, free childcare is like I would die for. for that would be, you know, I put that above money. <laughs> yeah. When well, it 
Well, it is money. Well, it no. is money, yeah. It's, more, it's better than money because it's, it helps your mental health that you have childcare and yes. it's, it comes in the money, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anytime my husband wants to pick up hours, it's perfectly fine because I know that I can take my kids to school with me. So it's, yeah. It's nice. Well, that's the thing. All the people working from home with kids, I'm like, yeah. you're like a stay-at-home parent. <laughs> right. Right. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you yeah. so much for calling. You know, if you call five days in a row, you get your own theme song. Sounds like you listen yeah, enough. Yeah, the kids are always like, call mom. Like, I don't want to crash. She's got three oh, kids. Yeah. She's not trying to call into us. She's trying to just get to work with the kids. Facts. You got other things. You get it. But you thank- guys have a great day. Have a better day. Bye, thank guys. you so much for calling. Bye. Bye. Oh. <laughs> That's uh, great. We're talking about what motivates you at work or what doesn't motivate you at work. Either and one. Finally, we have one of our regulars on three. Yep. Java Dave, who self admittedly said he was on the fun committee at his last job. That's true. He was the guy planning the potlucks that yes. I don't want. Okay, Dave, talk to us. <laughs> so. Honestly, a lot of the team building activities, some people don't like doing them just because of whatever personal reasons. Yeah, you don't like working with some people. I don't want to spend extracurricular time with people that I don't like. It's like forced time. They force you to hang out with people you may or may not like, right? Yeah, it was like in school when you had to hang out with someone you didn't want to. (laughs) You went went on a field trip, but you still had to hang out with Billy Martin. You're like, I don't like Billy Martin. No, Billy was in your group project group, and that was the worst. The worst, dude. But here's the thing about it it's all about building team morale, building that, you know, family in a sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. when you build that and you have a good team morale, you have better productivity. Mm-hmm. So I a agree. lot of that, and I mean, and if I you're agree. happy with people that you work with too, you're generally just happy. And, you know, who doesn't want to be happy when they go to work? Yeah, yeah that's an if though. Because some people that are, when you're forced to be with some people, that's why relationships don't work out and marriages don't work out because you're forced to be with somebody and you realize, I don't want to be with this person. Yeah. And you get the hell out. Yeah. And and I've been on fun committees, uh, I've been on fundraising committees. Um, I'm currently on a fun committee at my current job. Um, speaking of which, I know my mentor normally listens at this time, so I'm just going to say a shout-out to her, uh, oh, Donna. God, Thank Java you. Dave. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, now I, things are there. Thanks say, for calling, dude. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Thank you. Appreciate he it. He was talking about morale. Do you know what I think helps? We've talked about this off the air. What's I said, that? like, when our boss compliments us. Oh, yeah. I feel like sometimes I need that for my confidence, and that, in, in turn, boosts my morale. And then I go, okay, I am okay at my job. Okay. Yes. Oh, Okay. I guess people I don't totally suck. I guess people are listening. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You know? But I think that helps morale it too. It does. You know? So there you go. Bosses take notes. Those are all <laughs> things that your employees want you to do. Just give them the dough. Yeah. <laughs> give them the money. <laughs> Time off for money. It's Kiss FM. It's 103.7 Kiss FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Alley. It's almost nine o'clock. Another Kiss keyword for you to win an iPad. We're gonna hook that up at nine thirty this morning on mm-hmm. Kiss FM, and we'll call yesterday's winner in the next hour. We just got our information. Just got the information. Yeah. His or, excuse me, his or her information. There you go. Because we don't know who. We, yeah, there you go. We don't know yet. <laughs> We're not quite sure yet. So, Bucks game five is tonight mm-hmm. at Pfizer Forum. And did you see the giant, huge Giannis mural that they have that's going up? <gasps> no, but I saw Giannis putting Oreos in a big container on his wife's or his girlfriend's Instagram. Oh, explain <laughs> it. He was like neatly stacking Oreos okay. in a container. What so, is the meaning behind 
behind that. Mariah, his girlfriend, posted yeah. on Instagram. It said tonight's whatever they were doing, tonight's activity. And he was putting, if you watch the Kardashians and you see the candy and cookies they have on their island in the kitchen, it's very neurotic. Yes. And he it looks was like doing a, that with It looks like a store display. It's like a store display. He, yes. He was putting those up in his house. So <laughs> that's what the Giannis thing, that was the last thing I saw. <laughs> so this is going to, they're doing a huge, like a three-story Giannis mural downtown on the 600 East Building on Wisconsin Avenue. Hell yeah. You're not going to be able to miss it, but it's huge. I can just see a picture of it. It's gigantic. It's three stories tall, just like yeah. in the back of his head. It looks really cool. It's at the 600 East Building downtown. It goes up today, so you can see like the sneak peek of it. And then uh, watch the Bucks stomp all over the Bulls tonight. That's right. Because we will kick them out of the uh, the playoffs and then move on. Bye. Hopefully it's what will be happening. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. All right, so he's been booked at a paid live appearance. This is the first public appearance he would be doing since 11 people died at Astroworld. Travis Scott, he's done some private appearances, like he did a private party before Coachella or after Coachella for certain people. He did it for the Oscars, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, now a club has booked him in Miami to perform at this nightclub, this E11 even, whatever. He's going to be there for the Formula One Grand Prix weekend. It's going down in Miami. All right. Apparently, hotel rooms are like could be over six figures oh, yeah. just to get a hotel room during this thing. The whole Formula One racket is yeah. pretty expensive. Fine. So he's going to be performing at a party at a club, and they're selling tickets anywhere from $150 to $250. Yeah. Depending on if you're a man or woman, women get in cheaper. Anyway. <laughs> That's still a thing. It's so old school that so they would school. have somebody stupid like Travis Scott perform. It just all goes together, you know? It's like ladies' night, ladies in free. <laughs> you guys. Okay. Which was really just a motivator for men to try to harass us. Let's be real. When you think about it. Wait, if women are getting in free, that means... I'm going to go. I'll go. All the women Uh, will be there. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, 10 people died at Astroworld, not 11. But he um, is going to be performing. And the jury's still out on whether we're ready for Travis Scott to do a public appearance. I wanted to read the comments when they posted Uh, that he was performing just to see. And you know you're always going to have clowns in the comments. But some of the memes are just funny. It's like, absolutely not. And then it's like Dave Chappelle looking sideways like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> and somebody wrote, oh, hell nah. So are people going to, I'm sure it'll sell because yeah. it's his first performance. Well, he'll be back eventually. It's just going to take some time for people that really cared about what happened well, to, I, to I, let it go. Well, ten people, like, you know, one of those families, like, yeah. to watch Travis Scott go back out after that. These lawsuits are going to take years, yeah. they say, to settle. So if that was my family member that died, I'd still be pissed, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. Your kids are uh, almost, what, 8 and 10 now? They, they are, are 8, eight and, and 10. 10. They're almost 9 and 11. Yeah. <laughs> but they were asking a bunch of parents. They said, what is the hardest age of kids to parent, the most difficult parenting age? Like, um, what do you think it would be? Out of 1,000 parents, they surveyed them all. I think when we have young kids, we say it's the baby or the two threes because you're, you're always on edge chasing them and, and making sure they don't die. Like, it's an on-edge feeling all yeah. the time. And that's stressful. They're not even a little bit now, self-sufficient. Even when they're asleep, you're stressed out. Like, are <laughs> they breathing, right? But then, as you become a parent, and parents will know what I'm talking about, you evolve into now where <laughs> I'm at, the eight and ten years. And it's fun, but they got smart mouths, and they can talk yeah. back, but it's fun. 
that would make me say the baby stage, but no, no, it's not the baby stage because my sister has teens and God help her soul. The conversations we have about how everybody needs therapy these days from her dealing with her teenager, from the teenager needing therapy to her needing therapy to everybody. I mean, when I hear the teen stories that parents are trying to figure out how to parent, I don't even want to know. It's coming, dude. It's coming for you too. I don't want them to be teens because it freaks me out, all the issues. There's a lot going on, man. Of all the thousand parents polled, 75% of them overwhelmingly said ages between 13 and 19. But yep. 15 is the most difficult age to parent. 15 years old. It's got to be hormones, one. First of all, Mood swings. In, in, in their defense, we've all been teenagers. That's a hormonal Dude, I was time the worst. for everybody. 15, 16, I was the worst. Mm-hmm. I was moody. I wanted to get out on my own. Yep. You knew you were close to being 18, so you were like right there at the finish line, you but you couldn't. Move out. Sexually frustrated because you were a male teen. Oh God, dude! <laughs> like women don't. We don't. So we horny don't get, all the time. That's what I mean. Yes. I can't imagine what that does to a dude in high school because yes. we don't go through that. The, oh, that, it was the worst, craving. dude. Just wanted to sleep with everything. Really? <laughs> and you can't. Yes, it's oh, the worst. God. Yes, it's the worst because you just discovered like how things work and you're like, wow, this is awesome. And I wish I had a partner, but I don't. Do you think about it all the time? Yes, I still think about it all the time. I'm almost forty. You kidding me? I shouldn't tell it never you. goes I'm away. To tell you what my ten year old said to me yesterday. What? I asked him, we were talking about puberty and how he's on the verge. Hold on, we're talking about that in full detail tomorrow. Allie with the birds and the bees talk with her kid. I'm writing it down for tomorrow. He says, sometimes I think about a man, uh, he didn't say a man and woman, he just said, sometimes I think about two people naked. Yeah. (laughs) And that's all I think about. And I went, oh God! And I thought, I gotta talk to Riggs, I need a male, I need a guy, because he's hitting puberty. And I've never heard like a kid say that openly. You just hear men tell me that, that they think about it all the time. It's fascinating. But for a kid to say that, I was like fascinated. I was like, really? Wait, so everybody has this, and there's you girls have some, the... and they have something different than they don't have what I have down there. What does it look like? Yeah. Where is it at? I was just surprised that he was already. Yeah. visualizing naked people in a sexual way. Does that make sense? Yes. That, that totally. I were, were there. So, But anyway, but teenagers. These are, the, <laughs> these are the stressful things about raising a 15-year-old. Was You said the mood swings, which was big. And then, helping them, then they're starting to make life decisions, like college. What are they going to do with their life moving forward? There's the stress of that, allowing them to make their own mistakes, which is tough, because you don't want them to make a mistake. A lot of teenagers, everyone, well, not everyone, a lot of people I know with teenagers are dealing with the mental health stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then parents not understanding the sexuality stuff now because yeah. of the gap in the generation. So you got the parents being like, what do you mean you don't have a preference? You're like no, It's like nobody can... There's a lot of differences yeah. between the two generations and in now general we, and then social media on I was, top Thank of you. It. I was just going to say, in social media now, I added to top, on all this. It's the just, pressure. I mean, if I had to constantly <laughs> stare at... What other people were doing and all the time? I, yeah. What I wasn't doing? Yeah. Comparing myself to everything? Yeah, that'd be the worst, dude. That'd be different, yeah. The worst. So, what do you think is the hardest age to parent? Mm. This is for the parents. Okay. Is it the teenager age? Or do you do you think that the kid, maybe the kid stage was a lot harder for you and your teenager is a, a dream? I don't know. Uh, Aaron, Aaron texted it and said, yes, Allie, these teens. Uh, mine aren't even teens yet. Nope. And I'm scared of that because of these the teens. conversations I've had with friends who have teens. I snuck out so much when I was a teenager. I got into so much oh, yeah. trouble. You're curious about alcohol and oh, yeah. drugs and sex and everything. because it's So much curiosity. And now it's all there on demand anywhere on the internet. Mm-hmm. All of it. I, know. I had to look at scrambled porn when I was in high school. Okay. Well, now you got the internet. <laughs> I know. 414 799 
Scrambled. I know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking and about. You're old if you know what we're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's talk to you next. It's Kiss FM. 103.7 Kiss FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Alley. Yep. They asked a bunch of parents, what's the most difficult age to parent a kid? Hey, no joke. And uh, 15 was the overwhelming response from this group of parents. But what do you think? I was talking to somebody who said they want another baby yesterday, and I wanted to be like, and I'm like, really? Why? And then I'm like, we always think about the baby. We don't think about all this other garbage we have to deal with for the next 18 years. But it seems fun, you know? It's like buying a house sometimes. Yeah. It's fun at first, and then you got to fix all the crap by yourself. I definitely wanted kids, and I wanted a family, and I have that now. I don't need a dude. I've learned. I, my family of three is just fine, but there it's hard. Yeah. Parenting is really hard at times. So. I identify as a family of four, according to the box of lasagna that oh, I ate last night. You and your jokes. All right, let's go to the phones, because we want to know. I say teenagers are yeah. the worst to parent. Gotta be. And I would, I'm not a parent, and I would agree with that, because yeah. I, I was a teenager once. I was awful. Oh, man. Paulina's in Tosa. Paulina, good morning. Hey, girl. Hi, good morning. Good morning. So, you have three okay, kids. So- <laughs> Yeah, I have three kids, and I just have to start. I'm only 27 years old, okay? Oh, wow. You poor so, thing. my three kids are um, seven, five, and nine months. Okay. 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 But I've had my sister, who is 18 now, but I've had her for about five years. She's been living with me. <gasps> so, so, you're I kind can of her parent. agree. Yeah, uh... so I'm kind of a parent to her. Like, I've been taking care of her for the last five years, you uh-huh. know, her... Her phone bill, her clothes, taking her to and from school, going and she's to her parents' you say? Well, she, she was 13. She's 18 now. But there was 13. But, yeah, I've, I've had her for about five years wow. living with me. Uh-huh. So and? I was not ready for teenagehood because Girl. I'm too young to be dealing with it, right? <gasps> totally. And you <laughs> know what? Yes. If you've never, and if you've never, yeah, teenagers are rough, dude. And <laughs> it, it, it has been rough, absolutely. And I'm like, I'm not ready for this yet. What <laughs> and it got thrown to you when they were a teenager. Yeah. What was the most yeah, difficult? Exactly. Part, what was the most difficult part for you, do you think? If you could pick the one attitude. of the things. The yeah. attitude. The, the yeah. attitude, and I feel like it's mm-hmm. even worse because I'm not technically her parent. Mm-hmm. So she's got uh, even a little more with me because I'm her sister. You're you know? not even my mom. But, I've seen this I, with my niece. My niece is 15, and when I was visiting for Thanksgiving, I was like, you better stop being a little bee, dude. Shit. Because her attitude towards her parents for no good reason, I was like, "Did we? were we always like this? Was like, I this snooty to my parents? She was just being, you know, yeah. for no reason. But again, lots happening in the world. World, hormones, this and that, right? right. So you've oh, got... yeah, the hormones. <laughs> so teenagers, by far, you agree, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. All right. Yeah. And you've got three of them on the way. Well, and, and <laughs> it was interesting <laughs> how she said to jump into the teenage years yeah. without anything before was by no far the worst. Yeah. Well, now... like, my sister is going to be a stepmom to teens, yeah. and this happened to her. No kids, teenagers thrown at her. It was an adjustment. <laughs> well, look at it. Now Absolutely. you're prepared for your kids when they're teenagers. Yeah, yeah kind of. A little bit. It's like training Hopefully. wheels. She can't wait, she says. <laughs> Thanks for calling Thank this morning. You. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Have a better day. Appreciate Finally listening. Finally on one, we got our girl. Oh, is this destiny? You know it. What's up, girl? Hey. Destiny's got them all. She's got one in the womb, and she's got a teenager. Is your girl a teenager? Oh, yeah. I forget you have no, a teenager. 11. 11. 11. Not a teenager. No more age on her than she needs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Do you agree hey, that the well, teenager? All, well, yeah, but 
Okay, but a teenager girl, is it different than a teenager boy? I would agree, and I, I as much as yes. Do you get what I'm saying? And then yes. Riggs, first of all, do they have a book out there that says how to read, how uh, how to raise boys for dummies? Because I'm going to be calling you with Allie when my boys get a little bit or, oh older and they start asking all these questions. Destiny, I do like, the same thing. Riggs. Destiny, I literally say to Riggs, I have a guy question, or Owen said this about, you know, puberty. Because there's things about puberty. I mean, we just don't know. We I just I mean, I have you didn't experience. She's up there, and I can answer all her questions. That's the thing. Me or her mom, but when the boys come and be like, "Well, mijo, yeah, so this is how you put a tire on a car." Like that's all. The, that's that's as close. This is about the best. Fun. You can teach him life survival skills. <laughs> yeah, that right. Carpentry exactly. skills. We can fix houses. We can fix the car. <laughs> but Everything else that's to... going on down there, I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. Google together. And I feel bad because I'm like, together. I don't know what it feels like. I don't know what it, you think. I don't. I don't know anything. But yeah, if you need support. Call me, I guess. Want. I know we got to buy you a cup. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A when cup. it comes to football and yeah. stuff like that. It's, we got that under control. I will but tell anything you. else? Yeah, yeah. At some point, Allie, in the next probably three years, he's going to become overly obsessed with his thing. Oh, God. It's going to happen. Are. Oh, yes. They already It's going to get worse. Uh, it's going to get way they, worse. How about when they discover it? Like right now, my intern discovered it. So oh, now yeah. every time he changes diaper, he wants to clean it himself. Well, yeah, but what well, I go for it. Well, do you know sure. why? I learned this from some guy friends when I was like, how come every time I change my son's diaper, he's always like touching it? And my, the guys go, it probably feels good. And yeah, I go, it does. It does. A lot of nerve endings but there. I wouldn't have known that as a female. Oh, They're God. like, it probably feels good. And I go, oh. Yeah. But again, like Destiny, mm-hmm. how the hell would we yeah. know? Well, he just discovered it. Gonna, Wait till I'm he... almost going to miss work tomorrow so I can be in on the segment. Yeah. Because I want to hear everything tomorrow. <laughs> like, there's so much. I could, I could get you guys with so much stuff. The girls are Oh, I got you. Yeah. But do you consider your kids hard? Well, according to This Is Us, I don't even want to be, who is it, Deja or whichever one I don't ran watch away show. because she wants to drop out of school to date her boyfriend. You don't watch This Is yeah, Us? Yeah, that Rick was does. that was Deja, yeah. Deja yeah, ran away. See, yeah. see, I'm behind on some series. Uh, With her boyfriend remember. Malik to Harvard, yeah. So what's yeah, the... Yeah, see what I'm saying? So how old is she? She's right there to graduate. That's she's that up teenage. there in the teenage years, but she's running yeah. away on the show. Basically, she's you, running off with her boyfriend. When older, do you still worry about them when they're like 19 and 20? Yeah. Or you're like, all right, 18, you're done. But 19 no, and I think 20 you worry. Age. Yeah, you still worry. You just kick them the hell out, but you worry. <laughs> you just know yeah, if the cops call, you got to get them out of jail instead of just picking them up this time. Right. Don't tell my mom that because she had to do that for me. Oh, I bet she did. Hey, a wild woman. All right, Destiny. Uh, that for my friend JB, that JB who threw that party, she had to come and pick me up from a party for, of hers because I drove myself and passed out on the side. You of have the taken this. You've face. taken this Hello? on a swerve, Destiny. <laughs> yeah. And we love you for it. We Thank know, you. We're talking about JB. Yeah, I know, right? Thank you so much for calling. We'll, t- we'll hey, discuss guys, the stuff tomorrow. Let's go. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a birds and the bees discussion tomorrow. Tomorrow <laughs> on the show. Funny sometimes. Online all the time with the Odyssey app. app. You're listening to Riggs and Ellie. 103.7 Kiss FM. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.